Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello there. I'm Michael. I'm Jake. I'm Jake. And this... Is the Imposter Syndrome Podcast? <laughs> Halloween Spooktacular Week Three. <laughs> yes. You know what's scary? What's scary? Saxophone solos. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no scary. Playing the same riff <laughs> over and this over. This guy's just going ham. All right. Seriously. <laughs> How you doing there, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah. 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 I'm doing good is daytime, which is really setting the harm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Normally we record at night, um, but you know, once in a blue moon, we do have a day episode and yeah. as you guys know, it never goes well <laughs> overall. You know what I need on the soundboard? I need like the sound of like a chimpanzee going ape shit. Oh, so we're, we'll be the Joe Rogan podcast now. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Does he have that? Yeah. It's like, wow. That's way better. I suck. Like, that's way better. Whenever like we start going off the rails, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> all right. That's like our it's like our warning sign, yeah. our safety our safety. <laughs> Just our stop listening word. for like five minutes. So we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. Um we had the pleasure of speaking to our buddy Nick last week. Yes, yes. It was a pretty awesome podcast. it was one of my favorites. Yeah, I think so too. I really just enjoyed just talking and being there and learning like there was a bunch of stuff about certain movies that I liked that I didn't know like like yeah. Midsummer had the previous like 60s iteration or like inspiration you know yeah like I thought that was something that was like brand spanking new but that was yeah. done like decades ago so it's it's like crazy it's just things that you find out and it was nice that it went off without hitch because it's always that fear of like oh, I hope like Everyone's not awkward because well, they don't know each other. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, I know you guys are buds, but I don't. I didn't really know, know him at all. Yeah. And, like, I guess, like, it was also, like, our first test interviewing, yeah. relatively speaking, or, like, having somebody else on the podcast. Right. I think we did a good job. We didn't interrupt him. Or at least, we, we, like, I was, like, making a conscious yeah. effort of, like, letting him speak and, like, letting him get his mind out there and stuff. So I think each of us had, like, things to say for different parts. I like the way it also that we kind of just went in a circle. Yeah, for, for I, movies. round table. Yeah, just to kind of make that a little bit, uh, I guess, more cohesive and, and yeah. have a plan. Instead of just running through, okay, Mike's movies and Nick's movies and yeah, my movies. That's why I kind of spread out because I was like, yeah. we're going to be forever. Just. We, yeah, <laughs> and also we got like different timelines around yeah. the same. Like he had a lot of older films. I had a lot of newer films and you had films kind of in the middle. So it yeah. kind of worked out that way. All right. Yeah. But today we're not talking about films. No, today we're going to talk about horror. Anime and manga. Mostly Ooh. manga, though. <laughs> Mostly manga, yeah. Because yeah. 
censorship in anime is a thing. <laughs> yeah. They can't really get to the nitty gritty of some of the mangas. Yeah, you. it's not as scary when uh, there's a big old censor bar or a fog shadow over yeah. what's happening. Yeah, seriously. Or this is like their hand is not supposed to be there, but it's just black. Or if you're <laughs> like the Junji Ito collection, you're just garbage. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But speaking of Junji Ito, why don't we start with my mans? Yeah, so when we made the list for what we're going to talk about today, it's very hard to not just like have an entire episode just dedicated to Junji Ito because yeah. he has so many stories and all of them are pretty much bangers. Also, it's like he's the probably most known. Yeah. Like, I don't know, was horror artist, I guess, if you want to oh, call yeah. it that, in anime and manga. Oh, yeah, know? he's the boy. I mean, anytime that you see a spiral weird being, just know that it was inspired by Junji Ito. <laughs> he's literally... Uh, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen literally made a reference to Junji Ito. Yeah, and they were like, like, like literally, because like they had. Um, you did you read Uzumaki? I didn't. I haven't had the chance. Okay, did you remember the presentation I did? Yeah, of course. Okay, so there's that one part near the end where like the father dies, and like what happened to the father? It's like oh, he was so obsessed with spirals that like he forced himself into a tub, yeah, like, a circular tub, and made himself into a spiral. And literally, um, ghettos power yeah is louis uzumaki and it's louis you see the father in the tub yeah and you're like, like what? <laughs> what i know right isn't that cool so yeah uh juji ito has not only been a prolific author but he's definitely had an influence on horror manga within oh like 100 percent. like just the detail that he goes into oh my god is like insane it's just crazy he's like we talk about like Kentaro Mura and stuff, a berserk of how much detail goes in that. And he's basically right up there with like, there is so much like tiny, tiny detail and it's, it's all black and white. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's still like a vase so much Christmas and like so much life life. Yeah. Um, I What's, mean, I think, like, the black and white adds to the horror. Oh, element. yeah. I think, like, if it was in color, it wouldn't be as jarring. Yeah, no, black and white definitely. Because that's, like, the thing, right? Like, a lot of his, like, a lot of his stories and a lot of his art is just very jarring. Here, here's the thing with Junji Ito, what's really good. Because, like, um, we've talked about Shintaro Kago, right, on mm -hmm. the art episode. Where yeah. he's, like, he's kind of like Junji Ito with drawing creepy stuff. But, like, it just seems like the creepy stuff is where it stops. Yeah. But, like, with Junji Ito, it's, like, you have, like, the body horror creepy stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's also, like, this weird ethereal beauty to some things. Yeah, like, the format in which they're placed and everything. Like, you think, like, is it, like, the the, the theory behind the art is what's the beautiful side of it, you think? No, I mean, like, even just, like... Just aesthetically? So, like, you have, like, some of the characters, there's just, like, a a grace or, like, a... Like, like they're unnaturally pretty. Yeah. And it's very jarring compared to like, you know, the horrors that come within the manga. Yeah. And like, in, like, and they're not like so pretty where it's like, it doesn't fit. It's pretty, but there's still like a eeriness to it. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I mean, for me, it's, it's like when I look at his works, it's just, the combination of everything, because it's just the undertones are very, like, kind of disturbing. Yeah. It's always, like, these people who are kind of sick in the head, you know, <laughs> or have some form of, you know, defilement or, or you know, just something, like, 
that seems very off-putting about that individual. Well, what Junjito does, I think, um, there's two major factors, I think, what really gets his art, like, that strikes fear into people. Sure. Is there's two things he plays with a lot. One is that whatever is affecting the person, <laughs> whatever is affecting the person is, like, having to do with their own body sort of thing. Yeah. Or it's so unknown and you can't do anything against it that the whole situation is so helpless. I see what you're saying. So it's like, it's some, yeah, because like a lot of the times it's either their bodies being molded or affected, like you mentioned, or it's like outer circumstances that are out of their control and they just have to kind of walk through it. And a good thing is because he like, there's like larger volumes. He has like Uzumaki and Tomi are big ones. Mm hmm. But then there's like short stories, and then like by the end, there's like events that just are not explained. Like you have no explanation of like why these things happened. And yeah, kind of like, and that's more unsettling because it's just like you don't. Well, you get a you don't get a sense of closure, right? Or like understanding. You're like you because most of the time when you have like because you have sometimes you have complex stories that you they their intention is to lose you, mm -hmm. you know, because then it'll pay off in the end, right? So then you kind of say, you're like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm sticking through it to see if it makes sense in the end. Right? right. How many times have you heard that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you don't get that sense of security that you, you even understand, you know, mm -hmm. what's happening, it, it leads you to like, kind of feel weird. Like, okay. Like, either what, like, what was the point or, or like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? That type of thing. And it's, it's, it's interesting how that affects us that way. Yeah. So we have, I, I only have a couple of his stories to talk about today. Cause yeah, sure. again, we could dedicate a whole podcast yeah. just to his different stories. Also, like we had a really long podcast last time. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to give the, ourselves and also the audience a little bit of a break today. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, keep it simple. <laughs> uh, so first off, we're going to go with probably one of his most famous ones is Uzumaki, which means spiral. Right. Um, the story is that there's this kind of like, town by the sea sort of thing pretty small and there is this girl and her boyfriend and recently the boyfriend's father has been starting to obsess with spiral shapes and stuff and that's where it starts yeah <laughs> and the story just unravels of more and more things just ha happening of like different spiral theme phenomenon start happening. People start becoming obsessed with it and like, like a disease almost. Yeah. And it's almost this whole town becomes kind of consumed with spirals and it just, it's a wild ride. <laughs> like it gets crazy and it is like scary in the sense of like, it's just a shape, right? It's just, the spiral shape yeah and kind of representative of the spiral like spiraling down it's like mm -hmm. this well, it has a lot of underlying over like undertones you know like yeah. it also it can you can at least the way i interpret just that you know off alone like it could be like hey like we focus too much on one thing you know or if one person likes something it spreads like a virus you know like we're like mainstream media like everyone's obsessed with something you know yeah or it could be something that's like obsessed with materialism and things like that too it has like a lot of undertones you can take from it yeah and like by the end like the whole town is just stuck and like consumed by the spiral and it's really freaky watching this evolve and like 
again, there's just things that are just not explained. Like why? Like <laughs> why? How does? Why is this happening? And like, is it really even happening? That's another thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think it is happening. <laughs> like, you think so? It's not like a. It was a dream because like by the end, no one's alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole town gets consumed by the spiral. Um, but it is one hell of an experience. I like. I think. It's kind of like the must-read if you want to get into the horror works of Junji Ito. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get into the horror works at all of just manga or yeah. anime in general, Junji Ito is where you should start. Because one of the other things that is really big with what uh, makes Junji Ito's work so um, scary is that he's kind of mastered the technique called the patron, right? Okay. Where essentially you have a scene where like suspense is building up and stuff and he saves the reveal for when you turn the page. When you flip the page over. Right. So like the scene with the father in the tub, right? That's a page turn of like you turn the page and it's a two page panel of the like spread. Yeah. Of like seeing the body. And he does that a lot and it's so effective because it's, it's like a, it's almost like a jump scare. Almost. Yeah, it's like I guess like it's emulating it through paper or like a cliffhanger, you right? Know, like kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, Uzumaki is a good one. Uh, another one that's really uh, I think is probably a little bit more scary, in my opinion. Um, well, actually, you have this one up. Let's talk about this one first. Eli. Okay. Sure. Um, the Enigma of Amagara Fault. It's a shorter one. Okay. Um. This, the gist of this story is that this earthquake happens and it like half of a mountain kind of like cracks open. Mm-hmm. And what's revealed is that there's these kind of human shaped holes embedded into the mountain. And like you have archaeologists and stuff like studying it. It's like, that's a little bit weird, you know? Yeah. Um, and then like people will come to go see it. And some guy is like, this, this is my hole. This is, this is my hole. And it's like, what are you talking about? It's like, no, it's like, it's my perfect shape and stuff. And he goes in, he like, he like slides himself into the hole and he like starts traveling down the tunnel. Yeah. And you don't see him again. Okay. So now people start getting this pull to find their holes and enter the mountain. And it's kind of the story of like, I don't know if it's obsession or like you have this certain like urge you know, like yeah. it's very much your, it's this idea that's nagging your head of like, you have a hole somewhere for you. It's almost like, okay, like everyone has a purpose and it's like that need to find fulfillment maybe. Kind of. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like to feel important almost or like you're special. Like, you know, it's like kind of like an innate like human trait. No. Yeah. Maybe that has something to do with it. Rough part is that the, the, uh, Hole does lead somewhere. Just not good. <laughs> it is not good. Uh, <laughs> uh, you get because the it starts out as kind of like a T pose body, mm-hmm. like a human body, and then like as it goes further, deeper and deeper in, it starts morphing and stretching out. So the human body, whoever's in there, starts morphing and stretching out. Ooh. So like by the end, you go on the other side of the tunnel, and people are like, "I hear this noise." Like, going down and you see like a body like slowly making its way you're like oh that's rough (laughs) yeah 
That's what you're talking about right here, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, that guy's getting uh, warped. <laughs> and, yeah, and then that's the end result. Ooh. Yeah, just stretched. Ooh, ooh. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're talking about. It's slowly coming this way. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, though. Yeah, this <laughs> this one's a scary one. Um, hanging balloons is that actually got me of like this is a, a creepy ass. <laughs> so just is some girl kills herself. Okay. Right. And it's like a big thing, like a big story. Like, Oh man, who know? Who knows why she did this? Yeah. And like her boyfriend's like, Oh, I like, he's kind of like depressed and stuff. And this other girl is kind of like investigating. Cause they're like friends. And you see this big floating head of the other girl who committed suicide come to him. And then a big version of his head floats in with a noose and it snags him and he dies. Yeah. And suddenly you have this epidemic of there's a floating head for somebody everywhere. And they're trying to find you specific, like whoever they're corresponding to and hang them. So question, yeah. Just because I'm, I'm trying to follow. Um, so the heads don't have like, because I just saw a panel of a girl holding it. No, that's it. That's not in the mouth. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, there is no. So they just float on their own volition. Yeah, they are. Okay. are they are sentient. Oh, that's freaking crazy. That and, is creepy as hell. And you cannot kill them. Like if you shoot them, the wound corresponds to your own body. So they are you essentially. Yeah. That's weird. So then, like, by the. And they're smart too. They like try luring people out of their homes. And yeah, because they can't get them in the house, right? But they have to leave the house at some point. Yeah, and you can't like cheat. Like the father of the girl like tried like having an umbrella so they can. I was just thinking that, and it like restricted the umbrella and him oh, okay. to a bloody mess. Um, so just don't go outside. Yeah, but well, yeah. At the end, it's like the girl's just alone in the house because all the family members are missing and or dead. Yeah. And all the balloons just chilling outside, like calling for her and stuff. And the last page ends with like, you think the brother made it home and like she opens the window and you see his mangled body with his balloon and she's looking out and you see her balloon above her and that's how it ends. Oh, she's looking out the window. Yeah. Oh, it tricked her. Huh? Yeah. Damn. And it's like, it was one of those things of like, it's so. That's eerie. It's dude. a helpless situation. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know. It's the end. Yeah. yeah. It's the end. Yeah. Like why? Like, what are they? What is the purpose? Like, why are they doing this? None of that. Huh? But I guess that's, that's like, just to make it a bad story for the context of what it is. It's just like, oh, you know, like, yeah. yeah. And I think that's the intention, you know, for sure. Yeah, It's a metaphor for something. Like maybe <laughs> for something. Yeah. Right. It's a metaphor for something. True. Slurping it out over oh, there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's get to one of my favorite stories of his. Sure. Tommy. 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 Tommy's the uh, perfect um, version of when I was talking about of ethereal beauty. Yeah. Because she is like a pretty girl. 
right? Mm-hmm. And like unnaturally pretty. And everyone is kind of obsessed with her. Okay. Um, so obsessed, in fact, that um, men and stuff are compulsed to rip her into pieces. Like kill her? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, though. It's very clear early on that Tomi is not human, <laughs> whatever she is. Okay. So what happens is it's like an anthology series of you're kind of following different scenarios. Where of, she's encountered people. Yeah. Okay. The thing, and like they always have the same thing of like people are obsessed with her and try killing her and tearing her into pieces. Each piece of her becomes a new Tomi. So she does get cut up then? Yes. Okay. She does die and stuff, but each new piece becomes a new version of her. And they spread around. Okay, so now it's like a hive mind type. Of yes. Thing. Wow. And you have this book, don't you? I do. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. It's like, because like you have like that one, because you see you have those pictures of like, you have a normal face and then like a split face. Yeah. So the story of that is this one artist becomes enraptured with her. And he's trying to draw her perfectly. And it's like not quite right. It's like, why can't I get this perfect? And he's yeah. like obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. And eventually he draws like the two-faced version. And that is the correct version because that's what she actually is. She's a monster. Okay. So that's why he felt like, does he know this or is it just intuition? Uh, no, like, like he, he does it intentionally and he's kind of going crazy. So mm-hmm. okay, he's like, I did it. I did it. Yeah. And then he like kills himself or. Tries to kill her. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> you know, overall. The also thing is that Tomi eats people. Okay. Like she consumes the flesh. Mm-hmm. So like there's that one side of the horror of characters. Like there's something weird about the girl, but I don't know what. Yeah. It's like an off-putting thing. Yeah. And then there's the other horror of what was it? One of the stories was the hikers and like, they get lost and they find a Tomy version and they try rescuing her. And then the other hiker goes out and finds out that his fellow hiker is being eaten alive by the other Tomy. And you're Jeez. like, oof, <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was, there was another one where, cause one of the murders, they threw her pieces into the, like a body of water. Okay, so what, she turned into, like, a fish thing? No, they all, it was, like, all the Oh, they all floated away, I get it. So then, like, people go into this lake, and there's, like, a hundred Tomies in the water trying to drag you down. What? And it's like, ooh, no. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. And what's funny, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, there is not, like, a conclusion to this. Okay. It's kind of just, like, I left... That like okay, you just have like like this a shit ton of just homies happening now. just everywhere. Yeah, and you're like, oh fuck! Like it's like, is it like an epidemic now of like just or invasion of just all that's these homies? That's an interesting concept though, right? How it starts with one and it just becomes many, and now this yeah. is like a problem. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like overall, and again, there's no explanation of what she is, and you can't kill her because if you kill her, that's gonna make more of them. Yeah, I mean, no one successfully have killed her, and <laughs> no one successfully done it. I feel like you have to like seal her or something or like lock her up. And then like they also don't come back all the same. Like you see like on the second row near the right image, like the 
one of the head facing upwards. You see that? Um, you're talking about the visions of horror. That one and the third one from the right. Yeah. Okay. We're the, they're like tiny or something. Is that what we were talking oh, about? Click that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm, this one, right? Yeah. So that is oh okay. a morph of all like a bunch of them together. And because like they don't have to necessarily come back as as what they were previous. Yeah. Because I was like, how are they all in the water and not and like not dying? So. Yeah, like it adapts and becomes okay. a horrible creature. That's why I said it doesn't she become a fish creature? Because I just assumed. Yeah. And there's oh, there's one of them where I guess this girl is like jealous of her or something. And Tommy somehow implants pieces of her hair into the other girl's scalp. And the hairs are sentient. And it's like constricts her and like tries tying her to thing. What? Oh That's crazy. man, it's crazy. Tommy's amazing. Tommy's a really good one. That is nuts. How long is this? Is it one of her? Oh, um, excuse me. One of his longer ones? Yeah, it's a book. It's a solid okay. book. I'll have to pick one up at some point. I've always been interested by his art style because like he really handles gore like in a, in a different way. Yeah, like looking at his artwork, there's it's never like I don't know. I don't want to say never, but like from what I've seen, is like it's never like gory. No, Does that makes sense. Like it's not blood and and or organs and like weird. St- it's just like morphing like different. Well, things that's what together. I say. Like, it's like he's very good with body horror, right? Yeah. Or it's yeah. like you have kind of like this image, like it's like two heads kind of connected and there's like a weird like you can see like there's like a almost a crusty texture connected yeah it. it seems like it's like threading but but it seems organic or it could be like i don't know what's uh like <laughs> like noodles wrapped up together you know what I mean? yeah yeah it's very strange like tendons or something must be i don't know yeah and uh, anyway, for any out there yeah any of junji ito works are a must read and you should do that. Especially if you're trying to do like, it's like, I know like, like one of my friends, uh, he likes to do like, kind of like horror-esque, like monsters and things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Junji is like the perfect reference model. Cause he has so many weird designs and like different out there things that'll teach you about like anatomy or like, you know, how to draw certain shadings. And like, he knows how to get the like visceral reaction out of mm-hmm. you. I'm just like, Oh, mm-hmm. like damn. Yeah. Glister aside, we don't have that on the list. Cause, but, uh, <laughs> Glister side is like the worst one because it's just like it's not bloody, it's just gross. Because like all, the most famous scene of it is like this guy with like a shit ton of acne over this girl, and he just like squeezes his face, and all oh, the pus comes out. You're like, oh, it's such a like, oh, got you. Some people like that. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the pimple popping. Scenes. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's, how... that's too much. Like, yeah, it's a little, it's deer, so right? gross. <laughs> you're like, okay, Junji, you got it. All right. It's like, all right. All right. <laughs> you yeah. had to draw that. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> like a mad lad. You would have gross. It would have grossed me out. Yeah. He is a mad lad for sure. <laughs> it's always so funny. Cause like you meet like there's videos of a, uh, Ito in actual life and like interviews and stuff. And he's the most like, chill guy yeah right he's so like i got my cats and they're a little bit mean sometimes but you know i like my cats <laughs> but then he goes into his office and it's like the demon comes out <laughs> and he's like <laughs> time to make some fucked up shit yeah seriously what's the most up, fucked up thing i could think of today let's see yeah um probably goes on 4chan gets ideas <laughs> <laughs> oh no 
I've studied Christian this whole time. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sonic Chu doesn't realize the monumental inspiration and <laughs> that it's had on. Sonic Chu was my inspiration for Tommy. <laughs> oh imagine. my god, can you imagine, dude? All right, you want to do one from your? Uh, sure. So. I guess like I can do. I'll start with Jagan. Jagan. Yeah. So Jagan is about this dude who is a cop. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he was getting uh, engaged, or he had a girlfriend. Okay. Okay. And uh, he's kind of like, I don't know. He was. He's always wanted to be like a superhero. I guess like that was like his goal. Yeah. I guess that's why he's a cop in the first place. You know. And um, one day he just finds his his like his life kind of just boring, like n- not fulfilling, mm-hmm. right? And uh, one day he comes home to his girlfriend and she is all weird looking and like he goes kind of crazy and like she dies and his, her head gets cut off and he's like, what the fuck is happening? Right. That's a lot of events. All right. Yeah. And then he sees this little bird thing and they're like, oh, she has a frenzied frog, whatever. Right. And that's when you find out that basically this world is about like there's these certain like species of frog or it's an alien of some sort that can, goes into the humans and that devours them from the inside based off of their desires okay so like the worst like the 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 more you give in to your innate desire like say it's and it's just like it could be anything like it's just like oh i want to go rob a bank right yeah and they just they go really hard in that thing you know mm. they become more corrupted Okay. Until they become like just this monster that has like no mind state anymore. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So there's other ones that are called half frenzied. So they're slightly different where you can have control. You still base it off of your desires and you still have to live for your desires. Yeah. But you can still control yourself in the sense that you can turn it off or like turn it on, you know, overall. So it's about this guy named uh, Jagan, basically, who decides that he's going to be a superhero because that's his desire. And he wants to bring back, he's told that. He killed his girlfriend and he was really, he, like, I think, I can't recall. It's been so long now. I can't tell if she became something and he had to kill her or if he became something went crazy at first because he didn't know what was happening and mm-hmm. killed her. Either way, she died. Yeah. Right? Okay. And got <clears throat> decapitated. So he's keeping her head in his fridge or his freezer rather. As one does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because he's told that if he gets all of them, like all the frogs, yeah. he can, he can bring somebody back. Okay. So his whole goal right now is I'm going to be a superhero. I'm going to kill all these frogs to bring my girlfriend back. But at the, at the time, once he brings them back, he'll die himself. Okay. So he's okay with that because he's like, hey, I fucked up. You know, I did all these things, but at least she could live her life. Right. Yeah. So it's all about this, this journey because there's other people who are also half frenzy, but they have other motives. Yeah. And it's just like some of the, like, if you look at some of the art, it's very Ito inspired for sure. Um, you can see that a lot of it's very like detailed and has like this weird, like goopy, yeah, I can see that. textures yeah. to them. Like, the creatures are very, like, off-putting and You know weird. what's this reminding me of? It reminds me of Gaunt's. Yeah, it does. It does have a little bit of Gaunt's into it as well, for sure. The one thing that I find very twisted about this show is is because, like, there are certain people that, that use them. These, like... <laughs> Yeah, this dude has like toxins that like once you get like okay. it goes in your body, your body just starts like getting gangrene or something and just decays. Oof. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. Um, a lot of the people who get these abilities are really fucked up in the head. Like there's this one dude who can just like possess women. He's like been obsessed. He's like a pervert, weirdo, loser who gets gets nobody. Yeah. He gets a half frenzied frog and just goes to town. Oof. You know, like in that that kind of stuff. Like it's very fucked up very scary like in certain instances this this motherfucker over here 
this guy. And it's just, like, one of those things where, like, people are dying all the time. And, like, you kind of, like, have friends and you don't. And you, you see people, like, losing themselves to this thing. And it's, like, you can't really control it. You never know what's going to so happen. So these frogs thing are a very common occurrence. Well, there's somebody who's making them. Okay. So, like, it gets to this point where there's this dude who's making half frenzies. And he's giving them to the people saying, I can help you with your true, what you want to do. You help me, I help you. Right. Essentially type thing, right? So he gets all these people who are just, like either really losers or have nothing and then like he corrupts them and manipulates them to do these things overall yeah so which one has Sakuna's finger is the question (laughs) yeah yeah right seriously um and it's just cool to see like kind of the changes in motives and changes of things like he's working with this one cop who killed his son when he got a fact became a fractured human and there's another dude who can replicate so he created literally a a human being that's a copy of his son yeah. And then he got corrupted and went to work with that guy instead of just, you know, doing his own thing, you know, with yeah. the, with the main characters and everything. So it's just it's a really interesting show. So is this like a Tokyo Ghoul thing where it's like it's kind of more leaning towards like an action thing, but it's just the events that happen are just so fun. Yeah. Up? Yeah. That's the type of thing. That's why I put this as a maybe on here at first, because I'm like, it's it's horrifying in the sense that the that the characters themselves are really fun shitty people okay in the sense that they do really shitty things that are horrifying yeah and then they also have creatures that are scary looking and that kind of freak you out and the worse you are like look at this like this in general where is it I'm trying to find my mouse yeah well, you know like <laughs> what it's the just, fuck is that yeah like exactly it's like you know what is happening and so you do see some action and things like that but there's a lot of manipulating there's a lot mm. of like plans it's different it has like it has different qualities yeah, to okay. it all the way around Okay. For sure. And action's not constant all the time. Yeah. You know? It's not always like, oh, it's just turned up, you know, in general. So you have to get like big they do they do go in depth with each new character that's in like comes about. Yeah. You really get to learn about them and get to be around them and enjoy yeah, them. Yeah, because it was sounding like a like parasite or Jujutsu Kaisen thing of like you get this cursed thing inside you and now it's like you're able to fight with it. Sort yeah, of kind of, but it's not an entity like how in jujitsu, yeah. like Sukuna is a real entity that can control itself. Yeah. It's not really like that. It's just, it's just some type of, the frog's not co- like cognitive in that okay. regard. Oh, okay. It's not cognitive. It doesn't talk to you, nothing like that. It's yeah. just, a, it's like a virus. Think about it like a, a parasite almost. Okay. All right. Yeah. Almost like a parasite that's inside of you. And if you just like let yourself go and the thing is like, you don't even know. That's the crazy part is don't that most people don't know until it happens to them. Oh, okay. So it's not like one of the, yeah. So it's, and they don't know if they're half or full unless they're giving it to them, obviously. And they make the choice to get one. Right. right. But for people who are just randomly, cause that randomly occurs where there's just random people who are on the street, they have a bad day and they start screaming and then they just morph into this monster. Okay. Gotcha. So it's very random. And it's, that's a scary thing. Like, you know, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like you just, you're at the movies or something and some dude doesn't like the way someone's talking or yeah. something. And then out of nowhere, they just start murdering the whole theater. That sounds pretty horror-esque, you know, okay. in that regard. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Because I was wondering, I was like, this like, is it a general public? Like everyone knows or is it? Yeah, like- everyone knows about them, but no one knows how they, like, okay. how they get them and everything of that sort. Yeah. All right. Unless it's an act of choice that they make right. to get one. Gotcha. But, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I enjoy it. I think the art's cool. I think the story's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool, too, because I get to binge it because they don't... I feel like the translations don't always come out on time. Uh, so once I just wait, like, three months, and then I just binge so a couple chapters. Is this still going? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's ongoing still. It hasn't ended yet. So nice. I don't know how it's going to end. But a lot of different developments. Like, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who might be interested in this. Right. But 
A lot yeah. of different developments. It doesn't go the way you think it's going to go a lot of the time. And it just has a lot of twists. Like, there are characters they spend a lot of time on, and then if you think it's going to something's yeah. gonna, And then it's just like, whoa, okay, this is, this is different. You know what I mean? So mm. I definitely enjoy it. I've been reading it for a couple years now, so. Yeah, I definitely. I might check this out. Yeah, it has. I mean, the art's amazing. Yeah, it's real, really it's cool. It's art. It's so good. So it's definitely really out there, but it's it's really good. I mean, you're like talking about the monster designs. Though. Yeah, monster designs are sick in this manga. Yeah, they really are. Like they're creepy looking and scary, and they're sick. Like whatever a lot this of, squid thing is. Oh yeah, this thing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what the fuck is that? But then you see stuff like that too. That's a half fractured human. Oh, that's pretty rad. Right. So they have like different things about them. That make them like you know a certain way like and formulate like they all have different abilities too like each each fractured human like one of them can morph into anyone. All right, <laughs> so we had some uh, tech difficulties, so we're back. Yes, yes, yeah. So the finish off where we started, Jagan, cool, check it out. Yes, <laughs> spooky frogs. Ooh. Yeah, it's the scariest thing of them all. All right, so um. Next we have on this list is uh, Maruka-chan. 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 Um, Tell me about this one, my man. This is actually a pretty recent series. Yeah, you were telling me about this a while ago, like the first volume was coming out or something. Yeah. Um, basic gist is you have this high school girl, and one day she wakes up and she realizes she's able to see spirits okay. and ghosts. And... Her reaction is nah. <laughs> <laughs> like most people would be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Her because like the spirits in this are very um disturbing to look at. Like if you look at the images, you will probably like see it's just like you have cutesy anime girl and then it's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're you're not fun looking yeah yeah it's a rough time (laughs) like yeah but i'm do they interact can they interact with her at all so that's like like physically so here's the thing right her main goal because she's like nah (laughs) so she what she's trying to do is i'm just gonna ignore them and by doing so, hopefully they're going to ignore me. <laughs> yeah. And we're just going to spend our lives just not interacting with each other. Okay. Yo, this has an anime already? Is It's going to come out soon, yeah. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's, I was, like, hyped for it. Um, But, like, <laughs> just she's going for, like, her school day, and, like, she's chatting with her friend, and there'll just be, like, a ghost thing underneath her desk, like, <laughs> and oh, she's just, dude, like, dude, how do you not, like, and she's, like, all right, I gotta pretend, like, it's not there, and just reach for my bag, like, normal, and then, like, uh. and that's kind of the gist of the series of her going for her life, just, like, okay, how do I not get anyone's attention, like, that, like, she's, like, there's a ghost, like, right in front of her, like, and it's like, yeah, it's like, all right, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be on my phone. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's uh, they clearly want to get her attention. Yeah, they clearly can see her. And yeah, they want her attention. Like, is it like they do this to everyone, and she's just the only one that gets like? Do they torment other people, but they can't see them? Yeah. So okay, so they're just present. She just has the ability to see them. Yes. Okay, but they can't interact, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not clear. Um, 
And the story has kind of evolved a bit where there are like, cause most of them look malicious and mm-hmm. stuff, but there are some instances where she's able to see spirits that are good. Okay. Or at least like have good intentions. Neutral. Like, of. um, she, she and her friend fight, find out like a stray cat. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, well we can't take care of this. So we gotta find somebody. And this, normal looking dude comes up and it's like, Oh, I, I, I'll take care of the cat. And like, he's kind of cute and stuff. And the, her friend's like, yeah, well, he looks cool. Like let's, and then she's, um, uh, Rika's like, no, 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 do not give it to him. And like, she could see there's like a spirit of a guy and there's like, uh, three cat spirits. that are mm. just hissing at this guy and just screaming at him. Yeah. And it's clear like this guy is not a good person. He's not a good person. Yeah. yeah. And then another guy comes who's like a big dude who's like tattooed and stuff. And Maruku gives him the cat because he's got free uh, cat go- five cat ghosts that are like spirit, like friendly spirits. And it's like he clearly cares for cats and stuff. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah, like these different evolving things of like, it's not just random ghosts. Like there is like. And, and um, what is what's the word for it? a hierarchy or like- a hierarchy? And like, there's other spirits who kind of are like aware of certain things. Like, recently, there's these two like shrine ghost things, okay, who actually kind of like saved her from another one. And mm. you're kind of like, well, what's the deal? You yeah, know? like, what's what can why? Yeah, right? yeah, so it's it's evolving, it's um. Right now, there's only three issues that have been translated for English. I have them. They're good. Um, and now, like you said, there's getting an anime adaptation. Which is crazy because it just came out, didn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to sh- think. I, I have to imagine it's going to be like a 12-episode thing. Cause I mean, it must, right? Because like what There content? is not enough material, I think, for... Uh, yeah, this came out in 2018. Yeah, it's recent. It hasn't been that long for them to get an anime already. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. Like I said, there's only three volumes. <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. It has to be like a twelve. Has to be like a twelve episode thing. I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you told me about this a while ago that this was coming out, like the issues. Yeah. And um, I was interested, you know, at the time when you told me because you showed me some screenshots and like um, like we're looking at, and it does look kind of. It's kind of creepy, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, those, like those uh, those spirits are not nice to look at. Like, yeah, oh. especially at the like, how do you sleep at night knowing that the thing's like watching you? Like, you know what I mean? Well, uh, it's always my favorite because, like, again, it has to be a circumstance like she is pretending that she can't see them. Yeah, so it had to be since like there's a big old some fucking thing in like the middle of the alleyway. It's like oh, I just gotta <laughs> pretend it's not there. Just walk, just keep walking. Yeah. And like I said, they do try to get her attention yeah. and stuff. Um, sometimes for a good way, like she is in danger or something. Um, in danger or sometimes like she finds Sorry. like a past relative of some family. Mm. She's walking by and then she's able to give the answer to them. Like, oh, like how's like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Like they have a specific question or something. Yeah. So it's like, it's not always malicious, but like most of the time, most of the time it's pretty malicious. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But they fuck with other people too, right? Yeah, the only thing is no one can see them. Yeah, but, right. she, but they know that she can. Yeah. Well, clearly no, based off her Well, reaction. no one else knows. Well, no, can. but the spirits do. Well, the spirits don't really know. They just fuck with her and it's also, like, I guess. Then, I right? think like they have an inkling, but they're not entirely sure. 
And she's just kind of like, nope. <laughs> well, once they find out, it's like, GG, they're going to be all over. Yeah. I, I had to see where it goes. Yeah. But I'm, I'm hooked right now. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty fire, man. All right. Um, I want to talk about the flowers of evil. Yeah. What is this? So, to be fair, I read this a very long time ago. I was in high school, so my memory is foggy. I try to brush up a little bit. But basically, there's this kid... Uh, this dude right here and he meets this girl right yeah and he's not really into her like that or anything mm -hmm. but she is a mad lad so like she basically <laughs> it's basically about a story about this girl pushing this dude over the edge pretty oh, really? much okay. yeah like and not in like the kill yourself type of way but like do it like let's do something cra cra like crazy let's do fucking like you know insane shit so is like, she like a stalker or? not so much a, not really because like it's not that she's a stalker. She kind of like she's kind of the there, and she's kind of his friend, but not really because she makes him do. She basically like has no moral compass, and she thinks that nothing matters, right? Okay. So therefore, she also wants him to feel like nothing matters, oh, okay. and that they can just do whatever the fuck they want to do. So like they start like first she like and she blackmails him too. Like in other in other instances, oh. like, there's other things involved where like if you don't do this, I'll show this. You know, oh, okay. Like she forces him kind of. You yeah, know? she looks like that the type. Like very <laughs> very 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 manipulative. Yeah. And um, like she makes him. I think if I recall correctly, like he had to wear women's underwear, like in public, and okay. like I just remember like in the end when she finally when he finally cracked, like they like burned like a house down or like a store. Jesus. Yeah, they went really on off the deep end to the point where like it, there's a time skip part of it through yeah. where he has to like move. Because he had to move out of the area and like in general, but just because it was like so effed up, you know yeah. what I mean? And I just remember feeling like this like just this depression when when reading it because I mean it's not like, I, I don't know. I didn't stop, I guess, because I was interested. I wanted to see where it went, you know. Yeah. And how how bad like how far it would go, and I I was so committed already. I might as well finish it, you know. Um, I just remember this feeling of like just like dread every time. Like uh, I was like every time you see the dialogue, and like you just see the manipulation, and you see the corruption. So it's not like overt horror. It's no, all it's like it's all psychological, okay. which I think is different. You know, yeah. it's not like physically like nothing about it is the art's kind of weird, but nothing about it is like that gory. It's not anything. gory, not at all. But then you see stuff like this. So there's no like supernatural thing, is there? I don't, not that I remember, no. Not, there's like, there's a phenomenon like this, this image of like this flower thing comes up a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think it's mostly symbolic. It's not really okay. an actual entity. All right. Yeah. So it's all really like, you know, and he likes this other girl and she knows this and she's fucking up that situation and everything. Uh, and it's just like, basically the minute he meets her, his life goes to shit. Okay. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, it's like a, it's like this obsession because he's like he can't stop now yeah you know what i mean it's like he knows that this is like a bad person or this person's bad for me but it's like you're addicted yeah you know to the thrill of what they're doing and like you know the the ide ideology has been like you know twisted and now like and he starts to enjoy it you know yeah. which is kind of like like stockholm syndrome yeah almost. like almost yeah where he starts to become more like her like in to fullest extent where he's like feeling weird that he's not doing that stuff you know like yeah you know what i mean like it starts to become him Jeez. So it's like, it's like almost like, it's almost like a demon, like, you know, who's like possessing you slowly, yeah. you know? So it's definitely a very interesting story. It's, um, strange for yeah, sure. Right. Um, and definitely something that you guys should check out if you're into it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I know it doesn't sound very appetizing, but it is, a, it is a very good story though. It's, um, I think it's very, very well written. It's like, um, compared to the things we've talked about so far, it's like 
it's very much more grounded situation where like this could happen. This is a much more yeah, like it's not so much like Jagan where there's to you know corrupted humans or Junji yeah. Ito where people are turning into you know lemons and spiral whatever <laughs> spirals and different yeah. things. Um, this is definitely more uh, slice of life, but with a dark twist. Yeah. So, in that, I guess, kind of in that same vein, I want to kind of like skip a little bit. Um, Zashiki Una or Anna. Um, so, <laughs> I read this a couple of days ago because I was like, okay, I need some horror yeah, stuff. Sure. Um, oof. This is only 11 chapters. Okay, it's only 11 chapters deep. Yeah. No, 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 that's it. It's only 11 chapters. Oh, it's only 11 chapters. It's very, it's short, but oof, those 11 chapters. <laughs> Tell me about it. Okay. Just is, there's a guy, um, uh, Suguchi, Shiguchi, whatever his name is. Um, he's in his apartment and he's kind of just like chilling. Yeah. Oh, Hiroshi. Hiroshi's his name. Sorry. Um, way off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's some stereotypical boy name. I forgot. Oh, man. Hiroshi. Um, and he's just like chilling in his apartment and he's like, ah, you know, whatever. And he's hearing the next door uh, doorbell going off. Sure. And it's just going and going and it comes like just nonstop. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, answer the door already. <laughs> So he's getting annoyed by it. Yeah. So he goes out and takes a peek and there's this tall woman there in like a coat. Like, and she turns to him and it's like, is Yamoto home in this house? And he's like, um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think he may be out. And she's like, okay. And she walks away and leaves and he's like, okay, that was a bit strange. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And goes to school and he's got like a crush on another girl and he's kind of like trying to work up the courage to talk to her and stuff. Whatever. Comes home. Chilling again. Doorbell starts ringing again. And he's like, oh my God, what the hell? And like, it's the same woman again. And it's like, all right, let me just ignore it. Yeah. Like don't interact with this person. (laughs) And then his doorbell starts ringing and it's the woman and obviously she knows he's home. Yeah, it's like, do you know where Yamoto is? And it's like, no, listen, I don't know. It's like, can I borrow your phone? No. And it's like, listen, yeah, sure, fine. Like, just go. Yeah, my cell phone. They'll come inside. I want yeah. you out. <laughs> yeah. So, like, she calls the house and you hear, like, the phone ringing, but there's nothing happening. In there. Yeah. And she leaves again. Except now, next night, she comes to his house first. Doesn't go to Yamoto's apartment. Goes to his house. And starts ringing the doorbell? Yes. Dude messed up, man. Dude messed up. So basically what keeps... The story keeps going of this woman is stalking him. And like she like finds out where his... Well, because like she like leaves a bag accidentally in his house while making the call. Oh, so he let her inside. That was the first mistake. Yeah. So he's like he's like at school while this is... Ha- or at work or whatever. And it's like, listen, I have the emergency key like on this thing. Just go in and don't touch it. I don't have anything really to steal. Like, I don't care. Just get the bag, leave. Yeah. She, she goes inside, gets her bag, takes a key with her, makes a copy of the key. Bruh. And so the next time she just enters the house. 
When he's there? No, when she's not there. So when he comes home, she's just inside. What the fuck? Oh my god! And it just keeps getting worse and worse. Of like, call the police, dude. Like, because oh like goodness. his friend, he's telling your friends about this. Like, this lady's fucking creepy. Like, yeah. I don't know what the hell. And like, one of her friends encounters her, and it's like, "Yo, leave Hiroshio alone! What the fuck?" Yeah. And they actually get into a fight and stuff. And this woman doesn't go down. Like she, you like you're the guest guy is like kicking, like drop kicking this bitch. That's and crazy. She like <laughs> comes, keeps coming back up. Jesus. And you're like, who the fuck is it? And she's like super fast, like running. And uh, the guy who's fighting her like realizes like I I need to go because I can't win this fight. And he's yeah. running. And Hiroshi's looking down the street at night, and you see him running, and then you see her behind him catching up. And you're like, oh my god, like, run, run. <laughs> it's so freaky. And it just, like, you can see some of the panels. Yeah, like, she, I mean, go, she's very off. Go to the first one. Oh, that, that, that's the, that room one you were just on. The one with all the writing and stuff. Yeah. So that's Yamoto's room. Because eventually Hiroshi's like, I gotta figure out what's why was she obsessed with Yamoto? And it's like, <laughs> she's already been there. Yamoto's gone. <laughs> oh my god! So it was a ploy? Maybe, yeah. It's like, and because like one of my friends, like, I think she's been originally after you this whole time, and then the Yamoto was a ploy, and it's like, and then like the first image you see is like, because she's in the house and she has a knife sort of thing. Yeah, and she's like like it's, it's like obsession she's like why don't you love me sort of thing and everything and like she's hurt the one she was he had a crush on and stuff and he literally jumps out of his own apartment to escape her and she sets the apartment on fire oh my god and like she doesn't leave you don't you see her like in the window as the burning things burning up and it's like maybe she died in the fire no <laughs> so like this scene where this panel is like He's in the hospital and <laughs> is that a syringe in her hand? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. And he's like, I know she's going to be here. I feel it. And like, it's like a cat and mouse game. Like you see him like crawling. You see her like walking in like the opposite hallway. You're like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Run. Uh, yeah, it's a, and, uh, yeah, he, she gets him. <laughs> oh no, no, no. And you don't know what happens to him. Oh, dude! <laughs> and this is like I'm like this is very audition esque. Yeah, it does. It does seem a lot like I'm getting flashbacks of the last podcast. And you don't know what she is either, because at one point they're like she looks like a classmate who was supposedly committed suicide when we were younger, and like she has the same face and everything. It's like maybe it's her. Maybe she's trying to get revenge and stuff. And they go to like where she used to live, but the girl's still there and alive. And it's like, well, that's a problem because I could see the lady down the street. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's not her. It's something else. And the fact that like, she's so strong and like so fast, it's like, you, there's something off. There's something off. You don't know what it is though. And you don't really ever find out. And it's, uh, Oof, dude, that's creepy as hell. I don't want to look at that anymore. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that is so, yeah, dude. Like just, she is a weirdo. Yeah, that's really yeah. It's very off putting, like the the art too. Yeah, oh, she, that's a creepy. Yeah, thing. her outside, just like knocking on the door and stuff. 
I would have changed my locks the minute I came home and she was there. I'd be like, nope, I'm staying at a friend's house. As if that would stop her. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> at least then I have some another person. Like, oh my goodness, I would, I would like, I would move, I would move to a different country. Yeah, she can't it, possibly follow you. I don't know. Like, she is <laughs> on him the entire time. Like, it's creepy as fuck. Yeah, I know he fucked up, huh? Going outside in the first place and even interacting yep. with her, he should yep. he should have just shut first, the fuck up. The first mistake, <laughs> he should have just shut the fuck up and stayed inside and just did his thing. And it, and then when she said when she said I left my bag, I'm like I'll leave it outside for you. You're not going inside my house, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Can I use your phone? I don't have a phone. Sorry. It's weird. Well, I mean, because again, it's like I think there is like some sort of either supernatural phenomenon though to it, because like. Um, other than the initial letting her into the house. Um, Haruji does, like, call the police and stuff. He does or does not? He does. Okay. And, like, but the thing is, like, like, because he's calling the police as she's, like, chasing the friend. And then the friend and him reunite, and she's just gone. She's disappeared. And you're like, where the fuck is she? Yeah, where'd she go? Yeah. So like I again, you don't know what the fuck her deal is like. Yeah, like what is she? Why all that stuff? Yeah, I think she. I mean, I, I assume she's some sort of spirit thing because like that smile is a little too big. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Her jaw, what the hell? She's, yeah, it's like yeah, it's, like she has a fucking Ryuk smile. That's like, what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, it's like definitely, um, definitely an entity of some sort. Yeah. So there's that. Um, do you want to talk about uh, Frankenfran? Oh yeah, sure. Um, Frank and Fran's an interesting one because it's not necessarily horror. It's kind of horror. Yeah. <laughs> um, the gist is there's this, I'm hesitant to say girl, mo- kind of a girl. Um, she's kind of like a Frankenstein creation. Okay. Hence the name Frank and Fran. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was created by this doctor person. And she runs a medical lab and the doctor has since disappeared and on some sort of mission and left her in charge. And the whole series is um, her undertaking certain patients and stuff. The only thing is that her definition of what is healthy is a bit uh, skewed, skewed. Like her whole thing is like maximum efficiency and everything. Okay. So it doesn't matter how. It's just a matter of like you can stop looking like a human, but you'll get your problem solved. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and it is like some of the situations get just get super fucked where she, cause she's, she's, I don't know if it's like, she's kind of just a little bit psychopathic in the sense of like she doesn't understand like some of the things like, are ruining people's lives yeah. horrendously. Yeah. And and afterwards you're like, well, oh, I didn't really think of that being a problem. Uh well maybe it was just solve itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh it it varies from different stories of like there was one where uh they managed to figure out how to have babies but through eggs. So like People no longer have to be like pregnant. Pregnant, they can have like an egg, 
And it's like, well, that's easier because you don't have to deal with the whole childbirth complications and stuff. Mm -hmm. And Fran's like, well, because like there's a whole big scientific community comes around it. And one of this one scientist lady like buys the uh, patent offer. And like Fran's like, well, there's still some things wrong with it. Like you shouldn't just mass produce it. But the lady doesn't ignore it because like, oh, money, money, money. Yeah. But then you find out it's like, one of the benefits of being in a womb versus versus an egg is that being in the egg comes to host of so many problems. Yeah. Of like things steal eggs. Natural predators do that. Yeah. Natural like parasite things can get into the egg. Yeah. And like that was a disturbing of like a baby's hatching and it opens and just bugs start pouring out because um, a parasite got in. It was um, like, oh um, my God. And it's rough and like the scientist lady gets like destroyed, but and Fran's like, well, I that's why I, did, I didn't tan it. And that's like, yeah, yeah. And it just, it's a, like it's sometimes it's like darkly funny of like some of the situations are just absurd, and then some of the situations you're just like, Fran, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, like this oh, is an extremely fucked situation. I like the art. The art's fun. It's I like, like her eyes. The way they're drawn. Oh yeah, she's adorable. Yeah, she has like it's nice. It's nice, nicely sketched. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It's more of those situations where it's like, oh, I hate to be that person, right? Like this person is yeah, like, like, a slug now. Yeah, I I don't I can't remember the scenario. Oh, that one. <coughs> excuse me. Like that one, I think, because then she like. I don't know if it's transforming to be prettier or something, because mm-hmm. then she like does a metamorphosis and she becomes really pretty. The only thing is that metamorphosing into another creature thing. So she's with her boyfriend and you think it's like, oh, came down. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> and then next panel, she's become this like prey mantis thing. And Oof. if you know about anything about prey mantises, yeah. uh, the females have a tendency to eat the males. Yeah. So she's just going to town. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, that's not good. <laughs> no. I hate to see that. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's a it's a strange one, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's a hell of a fun read. Um, not always scary, sometimes darkly funny. Yeah, and I and like the characters are fun too because like everyone's just everyone in that building is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's just out of their mind. <laughs> yeah, that one was like, oh, they merged a body with a mascot. And it went haywire. <laughs> oh my goodness! What the hell? Yeah, no one, no one is safe in this manga. Yeah, clearly the only one who's safe is Fran. <laughs> yeah, right. Because she's the one who's doing it all. <laughs> it because it gets so extreme. Of like, uh, what was one? One was this whole this guy had went uh crazy, and like he had like a rich father and a whole support system. And they they literally made him an isekai on this one island. Like they made him like, oh, he isekai to a fantasy world. Yeah. So like they have like a shit ton of actors and shit ton of like props and stuff. And they're literally like making a story around this guy's oh life. My goodness. And like they have to ship in new actors and like sometimes actors get killed. And it's like, all right, we got to keep on the 
the man and stuff. Damn. And it's like this whole operation. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like what is happening? And then like France sometimes makes some monsters like out of splicing. But you're like, Eesh. <laughs> it's and then oh, it's funny. Well, it's not funny. It's horrible. There, because like sometimes she does work with like a police for autopsies, and there's this one detective lady she works with, and I don't remember the exact story. But she literally starts having a subplot of just this detective lady. Cause she, like, every time she joins France, something's like fucked up. And she's like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Like what's wrong with you? Like what's up with you? Yeah, And then she gets cloned somehow. The cop or the, uh, the cop. Okay. And like, so different versions of her are doing different things and then they end up getting killed or whatever. But they're like, all right, we gotta make a new detective. Boof. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then dude. like, there's a whole island of them and stuff, and you're just like, what? <laughs> oh, dude, can you imagine that? Have someone cloning you and that having to be like literally an exact copy of you? Oh, these stories get crazy, and uh, it's abs- and then the, it there's a whole there's so many different like yeah. threads. Like she has an ass- another assistant who's like basically a little girl who's like a trained assassin, and she's got a shit ton of knives everywhere. And then, like, she has a rogue experiment from her old uh, doctor. Yeah. That is basically, like, this axe-crazy girl who, like, can transform into a monster thing and just loves killing. Loves doing just horrible shit all the time. As it often ends up. She literally becomes, like, I don't know how the circumstances happen, but she somehow ends up as a substitute teacher at a school for some reason. Wait, which one? The crazy one? The crazy one. Nah. (laughs) And... She's literally teaching the class like wrong things. <laughs> it's like like murder stuff. And it's like, yo, you guys want to assault a girl? Here's how you do it. What and the- you're like, what are you doing, it's man? It's like, uh, you're going to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> how to get away with murder. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like, um, you're, I don't want to be in this class anymore. Yeah, this, is, this story goes off the rails. I love it. That's kind of cool, though. It's kind of out there. Very yeah. out there and edgy, it seems like. Yeah, but it's like fun edge. Like, <laughs> it's like almost. It's again. It's like slightly comedic in a way. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Ah, but Frank and Fran, and because it, it's it's two series. There's Frank and Fran and Frank and Fran fanatic. They're both. It's just a continuation. It's just a sequel. Yeah, but just as horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got here? What is this? Um, the last one I have um, would be Jujika no Rokunin. Um, this is fairly new. Okay. Um, I think it it came out like what maybe last year. I think. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's about this kid who is bullied like immensely. Okay. Okay, by these five individuals. Okay, and le- uh, led by one this girl. Okay. Okay. This bitch over here. <laughs> these, right. are, these are the five fuckheads. Okay. Um, so basically what they do is that they torture him. They kill his animals. What the fuck? Um, yeah, really fucked up shit. Okay. Yeah. And they like, they beat him up. And like anytime, anytime that they have an opportunity to fuck with him, they do. And then they make it so bad for him, you know, overall. Okay. But it doesn't really go. He doesn't really snap until one day they're waiting for him while he's in the car with his parents and little brother. Mm. And they throw something on the road. They basically one of the, the main one pushes one of the other kids on the road. Like like so the the main one doesn't really give a fuck about the other ones either. Clearly, you yeah. know. So they push them on the other side of the road so that they're about to get hit by this car. Yeah. But in doing so, it makes him and his parents with his brother crash. 
He is the sole survivor. Oh. Except his brother's alive, but he's been comatose. Okay. And he's all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you right? Like, his body looks weird. He's missing half his hair because he had, like, a big scar. Yeah. He's he's messed up, yeah. right? So he ends up living with his grandfather and only wants revenge. And his grandfather is, was apparently, like, an assassin or with, oh the, with the Yakuza or something. Okay. So he teaches him everything that he knows about torture, investigation, fighting, all that jazz. And then he comes back, and now they're in middle school or high school, whatever it is there. He's, like, 16, so let's just say high school. And um, he now wants to seek revenge on all of them. And now they know that he's back and there's clearly something up because they start to dwindle in, in numbers. Oh, they just start disappearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the way he does. Sir, so they're really fucked up to this day. He says that, that he gives them a chance. Yeah. So he's like, if they've changed, I'll leave them alone. Right. So at least he gives them that chance. Right. They, they, no. they don't change. No, so. Okay. You see a lot, a lot of fucked up shit. Like, a lot. Mm. A lot. Yeah. Like, just to give you an analysis on one of them. All right, sure. So, he captures this one dude who's like a pimp, basically, right? Mm. He's been pimping out this girlfriend, and it's been very bad. He's very, he's a terrible person. Yeah. And he gets caught by our main character. Right. And when the guy gets up, he feels, like, really hot. It's like, why am I so hot? Like, why is this so hot in here, right? Mm. And what you realize, it's because he's been skinned. I had a feeling it was going to be that way. Oh. And you just see him get, like, touched by the main character, and he starts freaking out. Oh, my God. Like, you know, there's another one. Um, He gets stuck to a chair. He's naked. They're always naked. Yeah, okay. Um, And uh, there's this little tube thing okay that when you open it it opens okay and uh oh no and uh um um he has a tinier one as well no and uh no i know where this is going and uh (laughs) he uh he inserts it into a specific region in the crotch area oh no all the men out there you know what i'm talking about oh and um (laughs) and he goes Uh, uh, and you you, see this right you get the implication okay you don't see the insertion but you you definitely see the reaction for sure okay um all right yeah just to give you an example and there's other things too but just to give you an example is the series finished or is it still going oh it's definitely still going okay (laughs) like he hasn't gotten his revenge on the main girl Um, no 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 she's she's coming up though i think he's from where i'm at he's on number four okay i think or three He's on three or four. I forget. Um, but yeah. But like it's interesting too because he ends up like having to go back to school and like seeing people that were in his class that were like some of them apologize for, for not doing anything. Other people like start to want to talk to him. And then there's this one girl who's supposed to be comedic relief who's like he ran into on the first time and she knows what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Because she was she was one of, she was one of the victims that he saved right. essentially. So she knows what he's doing and she keeps it low. But she's kind of like she kind of likes him. At the same time, but okay. he doesn't really know he's like oblivious. It's one of those things where it's like that kind of like lightheartedness to all the dark, you know? All right. So there's that subplot as well, but that really hasn't gone much anywhere because he's not really concerned about that kind of stuff. And there's also the police that are after. The, well, there's one detective that feels like he is responsible, but there's no true evidence because he burns the bodies afterwards. Like, obviously, he was taught how to get rid of one. Yeah. So, like, they burn the, they like, they cut them up, burn them up, get rid of the bones. Yeah. That's pretty much like, you know, that's like the, the 
every time they get rid of one, that's how it works. So it's yeah. like there's no true evidence. But now he has to be wary because the cops are on his ass. There, uh, the other the people who are alive are on his ass now because they're miss you know they're missing their companions yeah. in that regard. And it's like he just has to fight them all pretty much and and learn how to adapt and 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 keep going. So this is redo of the hero done right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, at least the the main character is not some psychotic dude who d- does really dark stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, so like, it's pretty much how it is. Like, there's definitely a lot of that going on too. Some of the redoer of healer stuff, but it's not by this guy. You know, yeah. he's stopping that kind of stuff from occurring. But right. there's other fuckers that are doing similar things for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, it's just the torture methods. They just they're very inventive. There's a lot of different things. There's one I think that where he gets stretched completely, like he's on this like yeah. thing where he's like stretching him out, no. and like it's yeah, it's it's pretty bad, man. <laughs> but that's why I find it's it's horrifying. So it's not like creepy monsters. It's just really fucked up characters again, um, psychologically. But then there's also like vivid like, like look at that face. Like you can clearly tell that is not from he's being stretched out yeah. as you can tell, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's, he's not enjoying it, <laughs> to say the least. No, I I can't imagine he is. Um, so I'm trying to see if I can find. Um, I did a thing like this, and kind of also um with uh since uh the other one we were just talking about, which one? Uh, the one with the creepy lady. Oh um, uh, I can't remember. Is oh that she, is that she Ona? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's scenarios where, like, uh, the lady in that one could have been a little bit supernatural. I'm not sure, but the premise of this could happen, like a stalker person, or oh Jesus, <laughs> trying to show it to you. I don't think I'll find it though. You're not Conti- gonna- continue, continue. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that was a lot bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah, dude. that's mm, yeah. Mm. That's that's the victim of that. Yeah, I can see that. He looks like he's in immense pain. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's 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 vivid, dude. It's very vivid. Yeah, fuck my point. That was a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was gonna say, um, like they're very grounded in reality in the sense of like it couldn't happen. Like you could have a stalker person, you could have this yeah. guy going on revenge and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of is like really creepy. It's like this this is not that far off from what something could happen to you, essentially. Yeah. So you feel a little bit different about it. I mean, things have happened like this, but like really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These were all torture devices. Because the thing about the show is like they're all torture devices that have been used before. These are not new inventions that he's created essentially. So all of these things are from real life history that have been used. So he's using those tools and it's like, I just want to talk to whoever made that one. <laughs> I just like, listen, I get what you're doing, but like, really? <laughs> they must've hated the male species or something. I don't think that's what that's used for. Typically. I think that was like, I don't know. What else would it be used for? I don't know. I mean, I think it's it's like definitely a torch. I think like, it's for expanding fruit when you. <laughs> yeah, it's like a stab thing, but they're just using it in an inventive way, I suppose. I, mm, <laughs> yeah, I know. Citation I know. needed. Holds, holds crotch intently. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously, uh, <laughs> that's a rough. Uh, I need. I just to get back to the 
all his skin got peeled off. Ugh. Yeah, it was like it wasn't all of it. He wasn't skinned completely. It was just like his whole like chest area. That's yeah, it was yeah. His, his whole chest. I think his arms and everything. It was his chest down. I think his arms. I think were still intact. I don't know about his legs, but it that was, doesn't help. It doesn't make it better. <laughs> I know it doesn't make it better. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, he got he got screwed. He got fucked. And that wasn't even the worst. I think he left him there. Or he did something that he it was sprinkled like, salt on him. <laughs> well, yeah, he definitely like touched him with like a lot of things and like punched him and like punched him in those areas. And he, it was like, yeah, uh, that's a rough one. Yeah, because at first he just touched him, he was like freaking out, but then yeah. I think he actually started like hitting him. <sighs> so it was like a lot different. I think he knocked out from the pain and he left him there. And then when he woke up, he started again. <laughs> oh man. That's I think they'll call me on that part. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't, I don't a, remember. It's but. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what a <laughs> what a podcast. Huh? What a, <laughs> oh man. So I think that's a good place to yeah. end <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Once again, we're always appreciative of you guys listening to another episode of the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Yeah, I, I'm sorry in advance now. Like I know we were talking about horror, <laughs> but uh, ooh, that's a way to end yeah, it. Yeah, that was a way to end it. So <laughs> Once again, thank you very much. I'm Jake. Hi, Michael. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.